Hey girl, what you doing? Hey girl, where are you going? Who's those girls? Who's that podcast? It's Blueberry Pancakes. Yay, that's Jamie Kimmick. That's Callie Elkins. And we're two sisters who appreciate the best things in life, retrospecting the TV show New Girl. I can't I do it without laughing. I see. <laughs> Why would I? Why would we though? why not so much fun why not laugh so silly season two episode 14 titled pepperwood pepperwood (laughs) originally aired january 22nd 2013 see even that was a long time ago it was a long time ago Mm -hmm. (laughs) eight years going on nine okay so some things to think about well never mind i'm gonna give you this (laughs) i'm gonna give you the summary i'll have nothing to think about until then (laughs) okay that's that's really best okay (laughs) that's preferred okay (laughs) jess has been teaching creative writing uh to adults and has started connecting with some of her students Nick reads one of the stories from her class and thinks that he discovered that his the, the student is out to get Jess. He decides he's going to investigate, so comes to Jess's class as Julius Pepperwood, a tough guy from Chicago. He sees Edgar, the student whose story Nick read, doodling graphic violent pictures and somehow manages to steal Edgar's notebook. That launches Nick into a full-fledged investigation. Jess insists on coming with Nick since he feels he has to go to Edgar's house. Nick and Jess discover some disturbing but still vague details about Edgar. Jess has been convinced that Edgar wants to kill her, but before they can get any more info, Jess's cell phone rings and they almost get caught and run away. The next day, Edgar visits Jess's office for office hours while Nick furthers the investigation in Edgar's shed. Nick is now fully sure Edgar plans to kill Jess, and he warns her, but before he can come protect her, he gets hit over the head by who we think is Edgar's mom. Jess was scared, but survived office hours, even when Edgar recognized Jess's phone ringtone as the one he heard at his house yesterday. They both end up back at Edgar's house and find Nick getting beat by this old woman. (laughs) They all settle down and talk and realize Edgar's just really a really excellent artist who has been learning a lot in Jess's class about making uh, his writing more realistic. Cece is staying at the loft because of plumbing. Is that ironic? Because Edgar's a plumber. Ironic. I was wondering, I I knew there was so much plumbing. So much plumbing, which is also, um, I think it's kind of Nick's natural enemy as a plumber, because he wants like home to home plumbing, you know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, okay, Cece's staying at the loft because of plumbing issues at her apartment and inadvertently is victimized by Winston Pogo. We come to learn that each one of the gang has their own Pogo, a trait or feature that the others all talk about behind their backs. Winston uh, now knows what his is. Winston's is wielding a boner that he's not always aware of. But Schmidt and Cece go crazy trying to find out what the others see as their Pogos. Cece accidentally tells Schmidt uh, that his is his barnacle toenail. 
but Cece is too perfect and we never learn hers. Schmidt gets really self-conscious about his toenails and decides to take care of the situation. Mm-hmm. Through um, hashing it out, Jess learns that hers is being a know-it-all and Nick's is not taking care of himself and that they don't laugh about Nick's pogo. <laughs> Nick worries that this has ruined the last dynamic, but Nick was inspired to start writing another zombie novel with Julius Pepper, what is the main character, and to start taking care of himself. The episode ends with Winston's pogo again, um, only now he has a new one, farting while walking, <laughs> reestablishing the last dynamic, and all is well. <laughs> this episode, so a couple things about this episode. First of all, I was really excited to hear your summary, <laughs> because it's just, I wanted to relive it again, I think mainly is. Mm-hmm. ridiculous such a good one um another thing is i had half a page of notes before the intro song <laughs> and i was really concerned that i was going to spend the rest of the time making like five pages or something ridiculous <laughs> which i only ended up with two but apparently the first scene is really I funny concentrated that's perfect oh, um, that's awesome what else? It's just hilarious. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, those are just, I have so many less thoughts than I thought I did. And <laughs> that is the story of my life. <laughs> is that a lesson? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was a lesson in life. What was your first LOL? Uh, when Jess does her, she's talking about. <laughs> how she's excited for breaking through to one of her students she starts just automatically starts doing the mime her mime impression and then like not only is her doing a mime impression hilarious her mime impression is also hilarious and then everyone else telling her to please stop doing the mime impression is also hilarious recipe for I couldn't honestly like it didn't even take all of that I always like as soon as she put her hands up I was like here it goes they have she has an annoyance bowl so she was doing a lot of stuff like this recently I put in a question of like do we think that is as satisfying because somebody I think it's Nick in the background mentions like it's just not as satisfying when she tried Uh about putting her money into the annoyance bowl Uh uh-huh so I'm like, is it or would it be or is one of the I can't remember if it was a review or the summaries on IMDb said something about um a less fun version of the douchebag jar or something or a less interesting, more boring version or something. So I think <laughs> I think you've been insightful there. More than one person noticed that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get how there's times that there should like that time like she wasn't being a douchebag no. but needed to put some money into some jar <laughs> right but then at the same time like now you have this annoyance bowl where, like anytime somebody's being a douchebag well that could go into either bowl and it's oh, just true. complicated like it does complicate but then things. do you change the name of the douchebag jar to something else like that yeah is more encompassing like no you wouldn't do that so (laughs) I don't know it's 
I know that's true. We're talking kind of, about it. I've decided it is less satisfying, and I it kind don't of know why. Like it shouldn't be. Like really, there should be multiple jars. One for everybody. One for every person. <laughs> right. You're so smart. And then what do they do? With, and then like pull the money all together with whatever they. We still do. We. I don't think we ever really yeah, find out what's done with know. the douchebag jar money. Uh-huh. But whatever it is, you know, they could put them all together when they do that, I guess. But it might be a good way to keep the the peace in the loft is you don't have to like change who you are, but just know that like you're driving the dollar insane <laughs> and you're gonna have to put a dollar in there. We don't think you're it. being a douchebag, but we think you should put money into this jar for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Call it the the jar. The jar, your jar. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know the solution. I, I don't either, but I, I like it. I think that's good. Four <laughs> models with protein deficiency sharing a shower. <laughs> that's what happened. It got clogged, apparently. Did you see in Jess's, um, that was my first LOL, sorry. Oh, yeah. Did you see in Jess's flashback to her teacher, She's she has a mug and it says hot for tea, T-E-A, and then chur. <laughs> caught her tea um so she's holding her tea teacup and that's funny. let's see oh all of the okay there's some side characters in the in the class uh one of them is Susie. she is the one who does the merman he was I the love last it. of his kind he needed a mother <laughs> for his mer child he was, he was not, not a-, a mer gentleman. <laughs> I just love, it's like so much in this episode is what people say and the way they're saying it, like it's all true. together. It's so great. And a lot of it is physical comedy that like, yes. like I've been noticing, sorry, I'm just gonna yeah, jump in. Saying, like after I watched the Friends reunion, they mentioned in there like how these people were like pioneers of the physical comedy of, you know, sitcoms and stuff. And then the moment I, I was like, how have I never thought of friends as that? It mm-hmm. is. It's so much that. And like, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, I just think of like the great timing of all of the jokes and the, you know, comedic mm-hmm. dialogue. And then, then, you know, the way it's um, not presented, but the execution of it. But this last time I've watched through it, I've noticed all of the just like absolute amazing physical comedy. And that's, that's also cool. what I've noticed in this too is like, and there's some episodes like this one is heavy on the physical comedy mm-hmm. part of it. And yeah, it, I love it. It's good for sure. Yeah, that's a good point. It's, it's part of the, it's what makes those like, laugh out loud moments a lot mm-hmm. of the times like a lot of my laugh out loud moments are like how people are saying things but a lot of them are just like yeah the physical like people sure. falling down is really funny okay it is like, <laughs> so like it when things happen to people that they don't mean for them to happen <laughs> physically and it's funny <laughs> <That's a good laughs> <way to put> <laughs> oh, so Susie is played by Yimmy Yim and she's in detention um, six episodes of Ghosted with Adam Scott and Craig Robinson, two episodes of This Is Us, 
season daddy's home two and two episodes of it's always sunny have you watched the oh no i was thinking of the daddy's home movies are really funny too though mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I was just having a thought out loud over here. Um, then we also have Ben, and I don't know if he's in this. He's got to be one of the kids in ben. the class, right? I don't think they're kids. I know. Okay. Well, they're Ben students. and Martin. Should I? Should we make sure that's who they are? No. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay, well, should I tell you about them now is what I mean then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Martin. I believe that they're students in the class. Is played by Marcelo Tubert. Hmm. And he's in Miss Congeniality 2. He's in two episodes of Jane the Virgin. Um, Alex Cross. Uh, something I can't read. <laughs> four episodes. Four episodes of Days of Our Lives. <gasps> He plays what? the Justice of the Peace. Oh, interesting. And then Ben is played by Matthew McCray. He's in Now and Forever. He's in two episodes of Will and Grace. He's in The Commission, one episode of Parenthood, and one episode of Boston Legal. I loved Boston Legal. Me too. That was Love. a good show. One of my favorite lawyer shows. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't even like lawyer shows, but I loved yeah. Boston Legal. <laughs> That's what I meant. One of the oh, yeah, like those kind of shows. Yeah, the only good so lawyer. Good. Show. Oh, yeah, but so yeah, good. it was good. Yeah, was and good. really like fun people like William Shatner and um, crap. Um, James Spader. <laughs> thank God, I couldn't. And... I could not say Kevin Spacey. <laughs> I do the same thing. That's like okay. Who was I thinking? Oh, Michael C. Hall. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of it. I was trying to think of his name the other day, and all I could think of was William H Macy. Oh no! Because <laughs> he's like all of these very similar letters and the you know syllables yeah. and the middle initial, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh god, I can't. I know it's not William H Macy. I know it's not, but I know it's similar. Yeah, similar. Totes, totes, totes. Anyway, sorry. Go on. Um, no, it's all good. So. <laughs> Jess is trying to convince Nick to read um, <laughs> the writing because it's just so good. And Nick's spouting off all of these. You can't teach people how to write. <laughs> Even as a writer, not true. <laughs> not true. Um, also, not true. <laughs> I'm writing uh, writing classes for somebody who doesn't think lyrically in terms of like poetic words that are just are strong. You like you can't even. I wrote the whole thing down. <laughs> It's like deep thoughts by Nick. Yes. Writers don't read. We write. <laughs> Such an expert. Just today calls it a must read. And he, he's fun. like such an expert on um on font. At least he is Palatino. <laughs> you know, he's like, Palatino, what is this? <laughs> uh, I'm like, I also put a question mark of like, what is that? I mean, I know it's a font, but I don't don't yeah, I don't know what fonts or what. Yeah. Um, Winston comes in and says, "Good evening, everyone." Or should I say morning? <laughs> He's still doing his his Winston night. Um, night shift. DC. Night show. <laughs> um, night show. Yeah. <laughs> um, she wants to know if they have any agave, and then um, 
Schmidt says, press lentil syrup in the mixins cabinet. <laughs> in the mixins cabinet. I wrote down the mixins cabinet because it was like, I love, I just love Schmidt. Like, I know. I know. Things, he's like, everything has a name. So and it makes proper. Sense. And then other things are just like so made up. And then, but it's so obvious. Like he says it like it's so obvious. And the, obviously, you can find pressed lentil syrup in the mixins cabinet. Like, <laughs> I've never lentil syrup and maybe that's a thing but also I really would like a mixed cabinet well and it was too I was like wow CC thinks they have agave really and I know I was like I was right they don't have agave but they do have pressed lentil syrup because Schmidt has it obviously but yeah well I wasn't (laughs) the direction I was going but okay I'm a little bit surprised it's not just like Schmidt's own personal cabinet yeah, the Mixon's cabinet. No, Schmitz Mixon's. Schmitzins. Yeah. <laughs> and then she bumps into Winston and we kind of realize something has happened. And then he swings it around all over the place, swings it wide, <laughs> runs into Cece and Schmidt, like hop up on the cabinet and just jump back. His, um, they... Call, oh, they, they know what it is. He gets so bad. You jump out the way, Jessica. I jump out the way, Jessica. <laughs> I know all their faces. They're like, oh, faces. Yeah, their jaws yeah. drop and they're like, oh, oh. <laughs> Schmidt. What oh, the hell is wrong sorry. with you? Just waving that thing around like an idiot. <laughs> like an idiot. <laughs> oh, Winston. So. Nick has read the story and he's sat everybody down to prove that he thinks this guy's crazy. So by day I'm a plumber, by night I'm a stalker. And she's just excited. Oh, you read it. He, I sit in the bushes wearing a gift costume, stalking my prey. Um, she's just so proud. Yeah, that's what she uses as proof that he's not really. This isn't a true story. What's a gift costume? I know. Like there's no such thing as a gift costume. Well, yeah. Couldn't you just like limp or what yeah. is it? A, a crutch, maybe? <laughs> right. Like, I mean, no offense to anybody at all. It's just like I can't. There's no. That's what. There's no difference between there's no, no costume yeah. for it. Um. <laughs> so, but <laughs> we have to kind of ask ourselves all the way through if this story is really true. Like Nick has taken this to be nonfiction that this guy is basically writing the story of how he kills Jess and Jess was taken as fiction like she's teaching a fiction writing class and she like doesn't see anything wrong with it other than being proud of the way that you wrote it yeah I think this is a case of Nick reading too much into it and Jess maybe not reading enough into it because like (laughs) you know we do find out eventually that he's harmless but at the same time it is kind of like you can kind of see Maybe she should have some concerns, especially about like having these office hours where any of her students can come and she'll be in the classroom all by herself. And she's like announcing like, I'll be alone here this time. If you guys are welcome (laughs) to come join me here. Like, yeah, you know, just, just how Jess is. She's a little more caution. And then Nick is obviously like taking something and run with it and maybe run away with it. Yeah. (laughs) And, And (laughs) <laughs> yeah it somehow makes a little bit of sense and then when you start to fill in the 
gaps with like the information that they're getting and then his stories and stuff like that it's like and then you can see how they like escalate each other too right totally (laughs) it is it is such a good that's a good point a case of her giving somebody way too much benefit of the doubt and he not mm-hmm. like not trusting anybody everybody's right everybody <laughs> it was I, it's so cute when it's kind of exemplified when Nick's reading the story and he, he uh says the sentence about stabbing her and just like <laughs> yeah she's all excited like, does it like stabbing. stabs the air like uh mouths the words at the same time <laughs> like she remembers that part so well yeah. like, yeah he's, he's like no it's you I think it's really cute like my lesson kind of ends up tying in back in later but Nick is worried about Jess like he's so yeah. worried about Jess that he's gonna actually read this person's story right. just to maybe out of curiosity out. but as he went through like got so worried that he worked himself up about it and is like you know yeah yeah getting himself very involved and spending a lot of time and effort yes to help her (laughs) I kind of wondered if um thanks for bringing that up that was one of the things I thought of the last time in the same way that Schmidt sort of took on wanting to like give Winston a better black experience in the last (laughs) because he was sad about Cece like maybe Nick's sad still about breaking up with what's her face because we We've kind of moved on from that immediately and haven't really processed True. that. So Who was it that, again? I don't know. What was her name? Olivia. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Olivia. <laughs> um, it's not Rachel. <laughs> no. Anyway. That's what Schmidt says is her name is a joke. But anyway, yeah. Angie. Angie. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> I'm full of remembering names today, apparently. I don't know. I'm gonna spend all my I'm gonna spend my weeks worth yeah but he's (laughs) totally like flipped around to be focusing all of his energy on this just thing kind of out of the blue and kind of and now he feels like he has to he has to intervene but if Mm. he hadn't I mean what would have happened you know right (laughs) <laughs> probably nothing uh, but back to the gym costume Schmidt even says you've seen me in one before <laughs> when they're like what's a gym there's no such thing as a, a gym costume but it's like what you've seen me in one before oh my gosh I just don't think you should be in a room with this creep twice a week it's not safe not safe sorry you're can you hear so my phone ringing popular. you're so popular <laughs> One of these days I'm gonna answer. I'm gonna answer it on a recording. That'd be Mm. funny. I will have to announce. I'll I'll be announcing to the telemarketer. This call may be recorded for podcasting purposes. (laughs) How can I help you? Is being recorded. Yeah. (laughs) Um. And let's see, blah, blah, blah. Oh, <laughs> Nick gets on the couch to Google his name. He's like, I'm just going <laughs> to do a little investigation. And he sits in between them so they can see the screen. Like, like you're, you're just Googling his name. This is a news. private investigation. Slams <laughs> a shot. That's awesome. That's my favorite part. This is a private investigation. I know. He's doing, he sat down to do it in front of two other people. Oh, so good. Um, um. 
<laughs> they go back they're talking about Winston's pogo again yeah right, since you practically to... shish kebabbed her <laughs> that's a good description and I think Winston has a valid question like is this something I need to apologize for <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't yeah. really understand well and it also seems like for at least a time of his life he didn't realize that it didn't happen to everyone in that manner right (laughs) and also he doesn't realize what sort of collateral damage it does like can you find in there all the things that schmidt lists um winston has done with yes yeah um there's shorthand um you pogoed you pogoed me once you pogoed just twice (laughs) next i remember pogoed directly he did get his pizza one time, which, by the way, is a whole another debate. How do you not feel that? <laughs> <laughs> Your penis actually changed the channel when we were watching the Bears game once. That's <laughs> good. So yeah, I see why Winston doesn't know what to do about it too. It's like he didn't right. even realize it was actually that big of a problem. Thing, yeah. Until now, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He uses the the word pogo wrong. How is how were they using? Okay, so I had this. I think I figured it out maybe because I was trying to figure that out. I was like, how did it end up becoming this? Because I think what Winston is doing is actually like that specific thing is called pogo. Like he's pogoing people with his verb penis possibly I didn't look it up or anything but this is my theory and then and then so then what however throughout that conversation they end up using the term as this like as the thing that people talk about you know when you leave the room but then I think even Winston says like you're not even using the that word right and I think they end up just morphing the term for Winston specific pogo the word pogo into like everybody's everybody's pogo like yeah yeah, like this is like it like we find out schmidt's pogo is his long toenails so they could be saying um jess's long toenails or like winston's Mm -hmm. long toenails is this you know what i'm saying kind of but like yeah that makes sense yeah that's but i just wonder how they were using it before like yeah well it's too similar to like like the actual thing like a pogo stick is just too similar like it's all too similar to each other for it to be like happened to be the term for it happened to also be like an (laughs) innuendo for Winston's like no (laughs) it changed the channel it changed the channel it's got a the worst part is there's no not like there's you can't unsee what you're seeing like you can't not imagine it when it's very unfortunate for all of us at least they didn't show it like at least they didn't no they didn't have to <laughs> no very I, can, I can see it changing the channel this is a, a theme in this one is descriptive words and <laughs> what is it imagery imagery descriptive imagery that does carry over in the other (laughs) storyline totally i didn't even think about that good call (laughs) you are the pogo king (laughs) and then (laughs) it's like all proud for a minute pogo king 
Okay. <laughs> now we're at the creative imagery assignments. Jess is uh, back in class and um, <laughs> Nick comes in. I didn't mean to interrupt. I just hear you're the best teacher of adults. And she just, she keeps answering him with no. <laughs> yeah, no, no. no. I love her, like what she tells him to do. And it's all, it's another like time that Jess is trying to tell people to just be cool. But she says, be small. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Or keep small, keep yeah. small. Keep and small. I love that. Like, I think that's a great way to describe that. In yeah. The first place and also just cute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he does not, he fails. Um, he's up for this shenanigan after the last episode of Father's Love con didn't go so well. Like he's trying another con already, another character. Well, it is in his nature with his dad being the con man. True, now we see why, yeah. (laughs) He's an ex-cop, ex-marine. He's Julius Pepperwood. Uh, He's here to learn how to write short fiction. From Chicago. Thin crust pizza? No, thank you. I'm from Chicago. But it's really funny because he is from Chicago. I know. And it feels like he's almost like, yeah, like, I mean, he's exaggerating. It almost feels like he's making fun of the people from Chicago. And like, he knows nothing about being from Chicago. (laughs) I know a pizza fast and that's going to be the one that I use to convince you all. Oh dear. In, in addition to just saying I'm from Chicago twice. I know, yeah. <laughs> because if you couldn't tell. Okay, so now we now we meet Edgar in person. Edgar comes in and Nick figures out who Edgar is and I have a question. All over him. Yeah. It's just been on my mind, but how do you feel about the name Edgar? Uh old man. Yeah. Definitely it comes to mind because on my favorite murder. They had um, Georgia covered the death of Edgar Allan Poe. Mm-hmm. And uh, Georgia said something about how, like, more people should be named Edgar. And Karen said, no, they shouldn't. <laughs> like, just straight up, no. no. <laughs> and, and it's cute because, like, they have the, the, an appreciation for, like, like, older vintage names for new young people. Like, it's yeah. cute. Um, but that was that was where Karen no, drew Edgar. the line apparently <laughs> and I had a moment before she did but where I was like oh it is kind of a cool name like Edgar mm-hmm. another another name for Ed or whatever and then I was like oh no <laughs> <laughs> I also have this weird thing with the character from Men in Black and his name was Edgar and it's just it's too just similar same. and that character is like stuck in my head as the way that his skin peels off later and the way that he oh, like morphs from seeming like a normal human that the character one, totally does stick with me too I mean, right yeah he you think he's normal and he just gets weirder and weirder and weirder he's the first one in the movie you realize is actually an alien and is it played um, by johnny knoxville just the guy that looks like johnny knoxville oh maybe i think you're right it is played by somebody good looking but later i was like how is that possible? <laughs> I hated him so much. But anyways, his name is Edgar, or that's what like the girl in there calls him. So that's that's like traumatized me on that. Yeah, too, so. totally get it. I think of the um old butler on the Aristocats. His name is Edgar. Oh. And they, the way like <laughs> each and every one of the little characters says his name in their way, like Edgar, uh-huh. and it's so many times over and over again. And I'm like, I can't. 
Sure. I cannot think of. Oh, Edwin. We had a. Um, oh, yeah. On uh, our cruise. Yeah. One of the cleaners was named Edwin. I can't remember. Um, anyway. Yeah. Our housekeeper. Because you have the same housekeeper and people helping you, you to know throughout them. the whole time. Yeah. And ours was Edwin. He was like, anything you need, just. He was so nice. Call my name Edwin. I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. So then later when we were sad, we missed Edwin and we yeah, had no, like, where's no one to call for help. We're like, Edwin. Edwin. <laughs> we tried to call him when we were drowning in the ocean. We were drowning, but Edwin was nowhere. <laughs> Edwin. <Where's> Edwin? <laughs> oh dear. Where's Edwin when you need him? <laughs> There's this whole exchange with um <laughs> with Nick. So he says he decides he's gonna move chairs to co sit by Edgar to get right up next to him. Now when I say Edgar, it like it has more weight to it. <laughs> I just it was too many like I it super pointless to even bring up, but it was so many times getting coming across this name in yeah. a week that I was like, what are your thoughts on it? <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> um, funny. <laughs> if you don't mind me asking, why are you late today, Edgar? Uh, traffic it really killed me it killed you <laughs> like just waiting for this opportunity would you say that it stabbed you <laughs> he gets all sucked in the uh Jess is trying to tell him to take his glasses off oh if I keep him on am I a bad boy <laughs> all right honey I'll take him off and he says I'm better dressed she's like no no, no, yeah, seen something sort of dressed through a new lens. Yeah. No. Just no. <laughs> and then Nick sees Edgar's drawing of a deer being stabbed in his book, notebook. Um, so then later in the class, just as everybody's leaving, just trying to talk everybody into coming in for office hours. <laughs> Nick stands up and kind of kind of confronts Edgar and gets him to like move in a way so they like, can steal a paper out of his pocket and then he also his steals pocket. his notebook. Um, <laughs> he says, what? Nothing happened. I'm Julius Babberwood. Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. Let it go. Uh, yeah, and he's totally <laughs> weird though, as he should be. This is all very strange. Oh, here, let me just tell you for a second about Edgar. Yeah. His name is Nate Cordry and he was in 33 episodes of Mom um and also perry mason and oh yeah he's matthew dodson i didn't know if you yeah. asked me um <laughs> that's a really good show by the way nice i'm gonna have to watch that i really love perry mason it's nothing like the original perry mason show oh <laughs> at all. it's but it's really it's like um you know like vintage noir detective oh cool series. cool and it's oh, it's really good yeah, oh, I binged that and like I think I watched it in like three days or something. It was just like what's going on? <laughs> and then he's also in The Ugly Truth with Catherine Hagel and Gerard Butler. It's a good movie. His name is Josh. What's well, a it's, it's a fine movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fine movie. I retract my statement complete. <laughs> Like, you know, from a, an opinion to neutral, back to neutral. That's fine. Jess and Nick are wrestling, sort of. So they're just trying to get the notebook away from Nick. And they end up, when Edgar turns back around, they're like, dancing. Well, Nick is like behind 
Jess, like directly behind Jess, basically leaning on her. And Jess is basically leaning backwards onto Nick with her hands behind her back because they were trying to grab the thing from each other. And then now they're both trying to hide it. But now she's like, they're like almost dancing, like wiggling up and down. And it's like, how does this guy not freak not out anything. at this yeah. like like what is that because it, it truly is like not okay super weird, super weird. <laughs> yeah especially because she's like talking while this is happening yeah she's like, like I'm in trying. for office hours <laughs> yeah, convincing him, once again convincing him to or trying to convince him to come see her while she's alone in this classroom yeah <laughs> like I, it's ridiculous and then they he starts to leave and goes it's okay he's my uncle <laughs> Like, no, it's not okay. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it doesn't, doesn't make it better. Ooh, um, <laughs> Wednesday, Edgar has to go to the bird store. That's a red herring. That has nothing to do with the story, but it's funny. It is funny. <laughs> I know. It's an interesting day. So now um Schmidt is worried that he needs to know about his pogo. I know what my pogo is. I've been thinking about it. <laughs> I dance like a <laughs> Kind of like it's a kind of like snake. a sea snake, <laughs> and then he, and then he does it. He even he even makes him annoyed, and it goes on for like a good amount of time because it was like afraid they were gonna stop it, but then they do like a whole shot of his whole body of yeah. dancing like a sea snake, just wiggling. <laughs> Yeah, and then, oh no! And goes, yeah, not even close, close Schmidt. Is that that I barge into people's showers? They show this is like <laughs> as he barges into like later. Yeah. and then Winston's trying to sleep, and he comes in and said, "My caterpillar eyebrows." Well, look, <laughs> he shaved off. Like, no, <laughs> yeah. half of his eyebrows. Like it the looks... back two thirds of both of his eyebrows. Oh, it looks terrifying. It's awful. <laughs> Oh, and, and Winston freaks out. <laughs> um, okay, so we're back with uh, Nick and Edgar. Oh, we're in Nick's room. Just yes. goes, you've gone too far. If you're here for Edgar's notebook, you're too late. He <laughs> poured it up. He took pictures out. He cut things out. Probably like huge boards from like Italy. Yeah, you know, trying to solve crime mystery. Yarn strung out to plan. Just as one objection. I know, Nick. You know how many times I've told you, don't steal my yarn. My one rule of all the things to object to here, she's mad that he took her yarn. (laughs) The most noticeable thing. Yeah, I was like, what the yarn? Okay. Weapons dripping with blood. Look what was inside his notebook. What are you, the doodle police? (laughs) Nick's face. There's no doodle police, is there? (laughs) He's like laughing, but he's kind of like, wait a minute. And she's like, no, God. So sometimes Nick is gullible, isn't the whole thing? Yes, that's true. Super gullible. I I would love that moment. What are you the doodle Like it was funny to say the doodle police in the first place. <laughs> yeah. And then and then he was like, me. Going to Edgar's house and like, looking for more it. proof. <laughs> um, and she's mad that you're not gonna spy on the one student I have a connection with. And he has the address right here and he has it memorized. And <laughs> 
she's going to come along too to bail him out of jail when he gets arrested for trespassing. <laughs> and then he's like, you also have to see who gets there first. And she goes, but maybe we should take one car just like for the environment. <laughs> that makes sense. We can drive together. Hey, carpool. <laughs> um, so Schmidt's still, he's still worried about this. So he comes in the bathroom, he's got a <laughs> knife and he's got half eyebrows. He comes in, he's ready to cut off his mole. Well, consider it gone. He thinks his mole is his pogo. And Winston goes, chill out, man. It's not your mole. Just tell me this is the worst. So here's my question for you is, what would your pogo be? And what do you want to know? You may not, you may not know, I guess. Like, right. Yeah, I know. You probably don't. That's the <laughs> point of it. Yeah. I, I have so many that it could, could be. No, me too. And I do think I would want to know. My like my at least the the people that I hang out with are the types of people who would like tell you if you've got something in your teeth. Mm-hmm. And well, if it's like the Winston thing where like it's a physical thing that's happening that you're not really aware of, I do think yeah. me like I'd find that helpful going forward in life to be aware of something like that. To Definitely. Yeah. Situations at the very least. Like it could be my posture. It could be um how I have a really hard time making eye contact, especially if I'm talking about myself. <laughs> could be that I'm humble, could be my leaky S's. What if I talk like a little baby? <laughs> could be the way I say pan. The way I say pan. 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 Oh, Cece's obsessed with it. I know. She just like wants to be part of the group. What's I know. Well, they're so mean every time she tries to like, it's really so more mean. of a loft thing. Yeah. Even when Jess goes in, then there was one. Like, which, yeah. Yeah. Right totally. after Cece's like, it's like, tell me 100% another snub, which I'm like, they're either being kind of rude or an exclusionary exclusive whatever or <laughs> or it's a good reason not to tell somebody their pogo like no we can't tell you what it is yeah they're kind of trying you don't to you don't her. even have one because you don't live in the loft so it's right here cc you're perfect which anyway. schmidt does try to tell her that she's too hot to have a pogo that's all they're going to talk about is how hot she is anyway so <laughs> right right so it may be true really doesn't, like, have, doesn't one. have one yeah it's totally <laughs> um i think in, it's probably different like in different groups too like mm-hmm. the thing that drives your <laughs> yeah. mom is driven crazy when i pop my knuckles and mitch is driven crazy when i pick my thumb so yeah <laughs> yeah it's all something depends who you're hanging out with yeah or it could be my eyebrows. Well, so that's the thing. Like, if you know that it's something like that, that is she gonna, what if that was his pogo? Would he constantly keep his eyebrows half like that? <laughs> no, yeah, I don't know. Just trying to improve that. That seems like that was just needed to happen. <laughs> like, yeah. for hygiene purposes. Right. And that, but it's also something that, like, I think is like you're saying, like, it's okay to tell your friend, like, hey, maybe try clipping your toenails tomorrow or like, <laughs> oh, you've got some downtime. Like, you know, I just clipped my toenails. It felt so good. You should try it. <laughs> like, <laughs> you should try it. So those puppies first. Well, okay. I did have a friend that had like severe halitosis, like severe and people put it on me because I was like really good friends with her for a, a while. But like, 
at that point it was like, we were friends for too long and I hadn't said anything to her about it. So I, I couldn't at that point, you know, because you've got all this yeah. time that you weren't saying anything, but people would literally come up to me and be like, you need to tell her about her bad breath. Like, and I'm like, no, you tell her, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to like, she brushes her teeth. I watch her do it. Like, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, <laughs> I know it's gross, but I can't help you. Like it was, well, yeah, uh, maybe like, I should have, maybe the that... mature thing to have done was tell, say something about it. Maybe that's the lesson. It is interesting though, that people felt comfortable to come tell you about it. Like I have no problem. Yeah. No, well, because unfortunately, you know, it was so bad that people talked about it behind her back. Um, That's, you know, not okay. Also, I wouldn't want to necessarily know, like, okay, I would thank you, friend, for telling me that. But also, like, don't tell me that everyone's talking about it. Yeah, like, yeah, so-and-so noticed. Like, yeah, I wouldn't want that. Um, Everybody's been wanting me to talk to you about this. Yeah, no, that would be everyone noticed, especially if it's something like that. But, like, yeah, maybe you could do something about it, but also, it's super your fault. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That was, I think, that's a a good example. And the, I, you know, like I said, probably the the mature thing to have done was tell her, like, and I, you know, there were times that I did, or like every time I had gum, I gave her some Mm -hmm. insistently, (laughs) like, but. Uh, yeah I definitely wouldn't want to know that everyone was talking about it either yeah, yeah. oh that's what I was gonna say is at that point this is horrible but at that point I really did like her very much so, <laughs> so you were less invested in her <laughs> you really care about being a good friend to be honest <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, I thought it was funny uh, for sure with um Schmidt of course it's like a personal grooming thing but it turns out to be yeah that's true he thinks it's something like that more physical um <laughs> well that's that just goes to show like how important that stuff is to him and then like how yeah he, and like why, why they wouldn't you want to tell do something yeah but why it's hard to tell him too like because True. he's gonna take it so personally and he does and so, so <laughs> Susie lets it slip that it's his barnacle toenails um <laughs> The <laughs> Cece doesn't freak out about the brows. That was a funny moment. But I know, yeah. I've seen my Cece walk in and look at him. It's totally normal. And he's like, Those brows don't freak you out. She's like, Yeah, no, I've seen worse. <laughs> on Schmidt or on I know, other people. What that mean? Yeah. <laughs> you guys talk about my toenails? Like, they must be so bad. Um, you hear your little pitter patter. Winston knows it will be bad. Like he, he all he tries to even like play it off like she didn't. Yes. Yeah. Like, like, no, 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 no. That's not it. He's like another little rugged. Woodsy. He's like almost he? nauseous. <laughs> I'm having such a hard time. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I've never wondered if you could shimmy up a palm tree. <laughs> and so then he says, "It's because I have a keratin surplus." Which wouldn't his fingernails be? Yeah, I mean, it would also be an issue. Yeah. And his hair. And I'm very glad they never show it. You know, we see the eyebrows. Right. Yes. Once again, more descriptive imagery. Um, That it looks like an open Swiss army knife. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Too much descriptive imagery. Most of them are hard, but one of them is really, really soft. (laughs) 
I know, you know, and then they're like, yep, no, nope, that's it. Yeah. And then he goes, he leaves the room and my favorite thing was and says, things sound like a dang old crab. <laughs> yeah, it's like click, 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 it's clicking on the thing. Clickety clackety. Like dang old crab. Um, <sighs> it is, even though it's a laugh thing, like Cece knows that Schmitz is the barnacle toenails and she's in on some of it. No, yeah. She basically lives there. If any, oh, okay. So Jess and Nick are sitting outside Edgar's house in the car. Trying to think of a safe word. I put a a, a lesson is never get caught without a safe word. Yeah. Thank you, Julius Pepperwood. I think a, a, a good, a good, that I did write a lesson there too. Um, but she says, nothing's going to go down unless we make it go down. True. We're the ones sitting true. here in control of whether or not it can happen. Yeah. In both the, passive way and uh, not a passive way. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. if you don't do anything then nothing bad will happen right, so maybe right. we should just go home <laughs> yeah uh, they're trying yeah they're trying to come up with a safe word and uh just thinks apricot is too common in too her common. normal life <laughs> she would apricot. and <laughs> she thinks it should be something like dragon slippers which is cool but it's hard to say and really specific to try to work in a conversation it's like yeah you can't just like come out with say your safe word which like it's so funny when people do and they have to do that where they're like it'll be you know code word and then they're just like yellow 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 (laughs) just call it out (laughs) (sighs) so Nick wonders why she has to use apricots so much in her daily life. And she goes, what am I supposed to call them? Sweet, tangy balls? <laughs> She's a straight face. And Nick, don't call them sweet, tangy balls, Jessica. <laughs> Jessica. And then he just leaves. He just gets out of the car. It's outside now. Um, he just goes. <laughs> and then, so she follows him. And it's so funny. Yeah, they never came up really with a safe word. They didn't agree on anything. No, and they all of the hand signaling they should have talked about before. Yeah, I have it. a husband who uses this type of hand signaling for like cars, like back in a trailer and like giving people directions like in real life mm-hmm. and a professional job. And even he says it varies person to person, industry to industry. Like every new person he does it with, they go over what the hand signals are before he's done. That's smart. It if should be universal, talk, but it's right. not. You need to prepare for it to not be. <laughs> he does this hand and he thinks it means stop. She's like, that's right, turn bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> Don't use freaking squat sign language. <laughs> yeah, okay. Sure stop. I I guess maybe I have a question. Okay. I was gonna give an opinion, but maybe um nope, nope, because it was it was a bicycle. So I just have a PSA is like if you're on a bicycle or motorcycle, unless you really truly need your right hand on the handle, if you're giving a, a right, I'm turning right signal with your arms, you can actually use your right hand. Like when you're driving a car. You can't stick your right arm out the passenger side window. It's too far. So you have to use your left arm for both a left turn and a right turn, you know, Mm -hmm. but when you're on a bicycle or a motorcycle, which again, maybe the motorcycle needs your left hand, but I saw this on a uh, bicycle and I was like, you're stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Don't, all you have to do is just like point right with your right hand 
towards your right turn. You don't have to use your left arm to signal your right turn. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think I know what you're saying. I didn't know that though. I, I mean, I, I see what you're saying. It makes way more well, sense. But I'm I not saying that's like, like universal about the, this. Like there, these are the well, there is your left arm. If there is, but it's because the purpose of that is because you can't put your, you can't use your right arm to signal. You can't just point right with your right arm. That won't work. Right. But you can on a bicep. And I'm not saying that like, those are the rules or it's, you know, like whatever I'm saying out of common sense, like, please just point to the right. Like it's. There's no there's reason for you like, to use we've a all left agreed arm that signal. When you use your left arm to right. point this way. That's what absolutely that, means. that is what that so means. That's why they do it that way. You don't have to do that if you can just point right, and we'll all see it. Everybody behind you will see you pointing to the right, and that actually makes way more sense to do that than it is to do like this sort of. This may or may not mean I'm turning right. This might mean I'm like just flailing my arm. I don't know. It bothered me. It gave me. Jamie's gonna change all the, all the traffic rules to fit her, her mood. I just think that it should be. I, it just makes sense, right? Well, there's Sorry. so many things that make sense. Upset about doing. it. <laughs> oh, this my is God. my only way to talk to the public. <laughs> I need to tell everyone. <laughs> but it's the public that, that we want to like us. I don't care about the people. Thanking me if they don't know that you can just point right with your hand. Point right, everyone point right. Apricot, apricot. <laughs> I don't even say it, apricot. I say apricot. I hate I, I, apricot. It bothers <laughs> me when people say apricot, but it is probably the more common. Who knows? Way I don't know. Edgar's mom is taking out the trash. Now we find out later it's not Edgar's mom, but her, she's credited as an old woman. Old woman. That's why I called her that in the summary. I was like, I wouldn't normally. Just <laughs> Somebody like, else already old woman hit, hit Nick over there. That's what she goes um, by. Marsha Ann Burrs. She's in Rumor Has It. And she's a grandma in Bling Ring. And she's, oh, oh no, this is funny. She's also in Man, Matt, Man, Matt. That can't be right. Dad. <laughs> and how I met your mother so she's credited though in all these things as grandma old lady older woman and then in the she's old woman that's funny I know it's funny that she was in a show called dads and Edgar was in a show called mom oh that is funny I didn't even think about that (laughs) but it's also funny that she's playing a woman who's not like she doesn't look like an old woman first of all but like yeah in this true. episode compared to everybody else she's the old woman Older. but she's playing not really as old as we're expecting her to be too true that's very true yeah it's <laughs> funny uh, let's see so yeah so she comes out to take out the trash and jessica starts yelling apricot 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 <laughs> <laughs> Nick so like crazy. covers her face, like her Cover whole your face. Cover your mouth. Cover your eyes. They're not quiet at all. Um, but she goes, "You were right. You were right about everything." And he's like, "Say it again. Don't forget your say." <laughs> he makes her say it like four times. Yeah. Oh, um, no. They roll out a duffel bag. Or, 
Edgar has a duffel bag. It looks like it has a human body in it. <laughs> this is where I wrote it's ironic that he's a plumber. Apparently, toilet is spelled wrong on the van. I forgot to oh, notice. Oh, I didn't that, even notice. I thought I thought the <laughs> trying to figure out the meaning behind painless plumbing is the name of the company. And I'm like, I yeah. guess it's an okay name. It just sounds not right. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I don't think you should put anything human associated with your plumbing company. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> That's a very good point. Good call. Uh-huh. Um, and then we find out why people should keep their cell phone on vibrate. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was another thing, though. Like, as they were preparing to go spy on this person, like, figure out your safe word, figure out your hand signals turn your phone off or like silence <laughs> make a, it yeah, like, yeah make a plan <laughs> which I totally I wouldn't have probably thought about that honestly either it's one of those things that, like like we truly need the reminder in the movie theater to do it because I'm like not gonna remember to do it myself yeah <laughs> but, but also but. well there's a reason <laughs> yeah like you could bring it all down with one ring remember <laughs> and then it like puts her at the crime scene when he runs into her the next day like he's like oh I heard that ring because he heard it because it wasn't a vibrate I think the whole exchange of like when the phone rings is like so painful and hilarious it's like she she takes her a minute to get the phone out take she can't figure out like how to stop it it's like it's your own phone and then so then nick grabs it first nick is like from her well like it starts ringing and nick goes oh my god (laughs) like like, if you didn't hear the phone you heard nick yelling at jess about turn it off she's like he grabs it from her starts messing with it he's like i don't know how to work this throws it back at her like (laughs) the whole time it's still ringing <laughs> yeah. oh my god you guys did you notice her skirt in this whole scene it's got little russian nesting dolls on it oh it's my god so it's so cute i didn't notice it was the it looks kind of like, like an apron it's really cute I, yeah i noticed the skirt design because like you see her running from behind and it's, yeah. she's like bent over a little bit so the skirt <laughs> is like flip yeah. poofed and it's cute but um I didn't know they were Russian nesting dolls. That's adorable. Isn't that cute? Uh, and then they like go to run away, and Nick runs around the van, and Nick runs or just goes under the van. There's some voice in there that says, <laughs> um, "Get the hell out of here!" I can't figure out who it is. Uh, I but think she, it's Nick. It must be. I noticed that too. It's like I think he's he's like just barely off screen, but there he's starting to run, and I think he yells that. <laughs> And the, she was really fast because in the time it takes him to run around the van, she's popping up from. I know she goes underneath, and she's all dirty, and now her hair is messed up. Yeah. And, and then they stop, then stand there to talk about why she went under the van and how that was a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, maybe think talk about that in the car after you've driven away. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, so now Jess and Nick, they come home and and they tell everybody what happened. Nick was right. And then um, they notice what's happening, that Schmidt shaved his eyebrows and (laughs) he looks like Audrey Hepburn. (laughs) They want to know if if they own an industrial size paper cutter because they're getting ready to cut the toenails. 
<laughs> my clickety clacks, my centaur boots. <laughs> Just says, what the hell is that so close to the eating area? I really mm-hmm. don't think that I don't see it in them to keep this type of secret. Like maybe it's just more of a roommate thing and they could do it for that reason because it was kind of one of those things. But the way yeah. that they keep secrets about other things, I just don't. Especially because it just immediately comes out as soon as it starts coming out. Everybody well, has to talk. Yeah, and I don't know. Because like, I guess it's not necessarily like this big secret thing that they have to lie about or no because I'm thinking of like Nick like Nick can't lie so it you know keeping secrets is hard but like you know it's kind of just like you're talking about you it doesn't wouldn't come up you wouldn't have to lie about it until somebody asked you what it is or if you talk about it or like something like that or if it came up well they talk about it yeah each other's back Right, but there's no obligation to tell that person. So they're not like... Yeah, but if you're all sitting around talking about Schmidt centaur boots, are you not like, what does everyone think, talk about behind my back, you know? Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. I don't know, I just don't see it working with this group that they would have been able to not have this conversation already. Yeah. But it's really and maybe funny. they Maybe they do, like, maybe they, they talk about it and then some things are like, Oh, we should too much. We'll just tell them. And then yeah, some things are like, well, don't mention hygiene to Schmidt. Like, that's a yeah. bad idea. Like, don't that's we would never bad. say it to his face, but <laughs> right. I, I really like the feel. idea of, of us coming across another thing though that's sort of pre-established before we came into their lives. True, you know, yeah. Like, <laughs> like true American and stuff, something that they've been doing and talking about. Yeah, um, like fly on the wall. How did we get their pose? And what of there? Because yeah, surely there's been more than one for each person. And right, that's true. <laughs> and Nick even brings up, let's take a deep breath and ask ourselves if this conversation is worth ruining our friendships over. <laughs> um, Jess it finds out that hers is um, blah blah blah. You're a know-it-all, a huge know-it-all, the worst. I'm the worst know-it-all in the world, please. (laughs) (laughs) Also, like, um, Winston's not, at least you can hide your pogo in a shoe. And (laughs) they they make shoes for your penis, Winston. They're called pants. They're called pants. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm sure you guys have stuff you laugh at me behind my back. Like, he's the one who would be fine if people are laughing at him behind his back. He doesn't really care. But the problem is that they're not laughing about Nick's pogo. We're worried about right. you. We're worried you're not going to make it. Make it to what? <laughs> just in general. Because you don't take care of yourself. In the last episode when he was telling his dad that he's not a successful adult. Yeah. <laughs> not what you would call. Blame you. <laughs> so that's what they're, that's what it carries through. This is, um, yeah (laughs) well it's kind of a theme in general it's just it's funny when it like they kind of go back and forth between it being a joke and it being serious and Uh this one's kind of in passing and it's funny a joke that doesn't really seem to affect Nick that much no no well I mean it does because in the end he does try to take care of himself but yeah yeah. I think it's funny that Schmidt crumples up vitamins and puts them in his food he doesn't crush them crumples them up like paper 
Can we take turns sneaking money into his pants before we put him in the dryer? <laughs> well, the pogos are out. I hope you're happy. And then Cece is like, she's good humor in a in a sad moment. <laughs> yes. What if I die like a baby? Is it because I talk like a baby? <laughs> And then she goes, cut into these, please. Oh, oh, no, it is really annoying. I don't know why I had to do it, too. <laughs> I talk like a baby, too. Yeah, annoying. We had to try it. It's okay. <laughs> uh, so try. Nick comes back to Edgar's house again. He's trying to climb up into the shed. <laughs> I bet it's a good idea to get on the tire because he has a way to, like, climb up there. But then it turns out to be a bad idea because it, like the tire continues to roll. Rolls away. Rolls yeah, he away. needed to have leaned the tire up. Well, maybe, I don't know. But he yeah, it's a bad idea. roll it to get up there and then stop rolling it. Well, and then I was like, why? It was a really the only way in was up through that window. Like, surely there was a way to get in. Well, there was a door. A That's door. true. But like he, he kind of looks in the window first. That's true. Maybe. But anyway, he knocked the over the ladder. Tire knocks over the ladder. Oh, ladder. <laughs> yeah, I guess that'll work too. <laughs> and he's pretty sure now. Um, he sees a bunch of pictures that Edgar drew of deer and ladies and pictures that some that really do look like Jess. Mm-hmm. And they all have googly eyes. <laughs> googly eyes are actually kind of sexy, but that's besides the point. That's besides the point. <laughs> Is that because of Jess? That he's like, we're supposed to see I, that as I well. have that thought. I was like, he thinks her eyes are so sick. Drawn like, to googly eyes. That's it's more so Edgar's creepy drawings of her stuff. <laughs> but so he calls Jess and tells her, but she's meeting Edgar for office hours right now. And she tells Nick, apricots, apricots. <laughs> Edgar wonders if he needs to come back. She's like, oh no, no, I just have a deaf grocer. <laughs> Tough crochet. And he's like, wait, I thought it was going to be dragon slippers. So everybody, <laughs> everybody's confused. Who's oh. like, this is, this is the consequence of not establishing your safe word. Yeah. Then you're having this conversation of, A, we still don't know. Now we're talking about what the safe word is instead of what we're going to do about the situation. Yes, this then, always is what happens. And then also it's funny because she's saying the safe word, but it's like right as they're talking about what the safe word is going to be, she's saying it and like, no, really, really, apricots, apricots. Like, <laughs> right. I'm really saying apricots this time because it's true. <laughs> and thankfully he does figure it out pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, I like the whole double meaning the whole time that they're pretty sure Edgar's going to kill her. And he comes in to talk to her about the ending of his story he's like right. it's pretty risky and i'm not sure i'm going to be able to get away with it the whole time there's like two meanings to everything he says um i realize there's only one way for the story to end you need to die <laughs> what's more surprising than killing your main character um which is funny that he's killing her as the author like the author is the one who is right. the murderer <laughs> right in the killing your main character uh, which yeah and it all makes sense and it's like it's it is kind of a creepy thing to be like hey i wrote this character based off of you and in the book they die yeah it is <laughs> so right. you know they oh. get brutally murdered 
even pure fiction it is kind of a creepy weird thing Jeff <laughs> <laughs> um, Grosher I'm so stuck on that <laughs> um, I like her line though about okay what about this just go with me what if um the main character lives and the book just goes on imagine coming on. to the end of the book and just finding a lot more book <laughs> that's a surprise uh, yeah <laughs> surprise <laughs> and then I thought she was on the phone with Nick but when he fell I must have hung the phone up yeah that's what I thought too okay because I was like wait wasn't she on the phone because on the phone rings yeah it rings again that's when Edgar hears it. he's like wait a second she thought Nick was on the phone that whole time so she didn't realize the phone would ring either <laughs> yeah even if she had thought of it mm-hmm. which I, st- I still wouldn't have like I'd have been like oh I need to concentrate on not getting murdered by this guy oh didn't yeah. realize <laughs> I or like even think about the fact like really she should have changed her ringtone yeah after that but yeah, I'm not sure true. I would have thought of that either no, good good point what are the chances my phone is gonna ring again next yeah. to him I don't know <laughs> and he recognizes it I heard that song yesterday she's like the song is everywhere these days were you at my house <laughs> apricot's leaving apricot's leaving <laughs> and Nick is just so happy that she's alive because she calls him back and He's like, okay, stay where you are, lock the door, and I'm coming to protect you. And immediately gets hit over the head. So she doesn't listen to a word he says, and she comes to save him, <laughs> which is good. But also, yeah, thank goodness <laughs> she does. <laughs> Nick Pepperwood, Nick. <laughs> and, uh, and Edgar is there now. Kill him, it, you kill me too. I know. I was like, wow, she was really brave. She really, she thought they were killing him, and she just like ran in there. Well, and that was, you know, like kind of part of the other lesson of Nick being worried about Jess as it comes around and Jess is also now worried about Nick and yeah. saving him and, you know, so worried. He's she's like, kill me instead. <laughs> uh, they After the old lady hit Nick over the head. We don't know her name. I have to tell her that. Um, <laughs> Edgar's there and he goes he's not a burglar he's Julius Pepperwood from Chicago and I laughed Nick would be happy if he could right if he could hear him oh, get him into the house the DA's gonna have my badge for this <laughs> Nick wakes up and says that and then Jess comes in and everybody gets crazy and then they have to debrief so, so everybody was out of hand in the shed and they need to debrief outside like sitting down de-escalate after all of this happened they uh just got pepper sprayed you know she, my giant dies <laughs> she's running around knocking things over <laughs> that's terrible you thought i was a murderer of people you said you were gonna kill me so i don't know your character my graphic novel like clearly <laughs> normal a really good um, your son's a really good writer oh he's not my son okay <laughs> why you thought that He's so appalled. Like, okay, that's gonna be the first time. <laughs> right. And then they're, they're trying to they're putting the mystery together and what about like, the okay, there's a, yeah, there's a reason for everything. She's like, they both turn around, Edgar and the old woman go, Don't ask about the duffel bag. Don't ask about the duffel bitch. bitch. <laughs> like, now I really want to know what's in there. I said maybe they are murders, but just not of teachers. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. 
<laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Don't ask about the duffel bag. Um, but um, we find our Edgar tells Jess that she was a really good teacher because like he his writing was good, good enough to fool them. Yeah. And he knew all he knew about writing from Jess. From Jess. So yeah, which is because that, that she's a good teacher. Good, good teacher. Um <laughs> I thought you were oh, a murderer. Yeah, then Nick uh is taking care of himself now by making oh. <laughs> breakfast. He has ba- he's making bacon with butter, adding bacon or adding butter to bacon. And more salt. Stick to the pan. How's <laughs> <laughs> the bacon needs more fat? <laughs> but we see him kind of like take note of what they said of him not, yep. not gonna be maybe being worried about him. Trying, even though he's not doing it in a good way. Yeah. He thinks he is. <laughs> She's like, oh, what is this? Julius Pepperwood zombie detective. All his murder victims are already dead, so they obviously don't need a detective. <laughs> I'm working on it. Still working. <laughs> and I wrote, oh, I love it. Like, he, his whole premise is kind of not great, but yeah, he's still trying. You know, yeah. I wrote, this is, happens every time. There's always a moment where I'm like, but all murder victims are already dead. So, <laughs> not, true. Not before they get murdered. <laughs> I'm like, what's the also difference? Also true, yeah. Oh, I have to like think I have to think about it. Zombie. I do the same thing. <laughs> like, but why wouldn't they? I know exactly. I mean, there's still going to be like crimes within the zombie community. Well, and you can solve like how they died the first time. Yeah, like if, if a zombie gets murdered, well, unless they're, unless they don't die when they get murdered. But it's still a crime to try to murder you. So you've right. got to punish the zombie that murdered you. Punish the zombie. I don't know. <laughs> so Punish anyways. the zombie. Arrest the zombie. <laughs> yeah, this is a private had, investigation. Yeah. She had zombie legs that went on for miles. They were the kind of legs you could sink your teeth into. <laughs> Pepperwood had two friends. One, if you count his hat. That math doesn't work out. <laughs> one, I didn't think about that. Two is the other was his gal Friday, Jessica Knight. <laughs> gal Friday. Um, which is JK. Just like you. Oh, JK. but they spelled it um with like night, like as in the opposite uh, of day, which right. is why it's so obvious. She's like, oh, it's totally not me. But yeah, it is. <laughs> she was small in stature, but not in spunk, and a super annoying know-it-all. She <laughs> <laughs> knows for sure now. Um, Schmidt is able to sneak up on Nick now because we can't hear the pitter patter of oh yeah disgusting feet. Trying <laughs> to cut his toenails, the soaking really works. Look at that, they're gorgeous now. I went down a full shoe size. Oh. Like, how is he running? Like I'm working out and doing. Well, he doesn't run, but he works out. Yeah. Um, everybody relax. Call a fireman. I'm a fireman. <laughs> there's there's a fire in the stove, and Jess doesn't want to be a, a know it all. So she <laughs> they like they pour water on the grease fire, and then she's like, "You can't put water on a grease fire. You have to smother it." And they're like, "Why didn't you say that before we put water on it?" She's like, "I didn't want to be a know it all." 
<laughs> it's just perfect timing because it's like of all the times to be a know-it-all it would be when you're preventing the, the building from burning down yeah <laughs> nobody My, cares if you're all she did or, was stand there and you, yeah she didn't help or no. smother it right while they're doing all the wrong things she just waited <laughs> and mm-hmm. then Winston um <laughs> she goes oh you put up your pup tent in front of the fire uh see they wouldn't have kept this a secret this is my proof that it would just have come out at some point um he goes well it's just a combination of adrenaline and great circulation and I appreciate if you don't just hug me randomly that's weird (laughs) (laughs) well Nick like I don't know if Nick goes to hug him or something but like he does has to like back up his little butt (laughs) really fast (laughs) we see it from that angle it's really such a funny move uh, and then they say do you ever notice when Winston runs he kind of farts while he's running he, he sounds like a jalopy oh we got a great new pogo just as a little so great <laughs> so hilarious so funny so the um, order in the loft is restored because the now dynamic pogo is back to being yeah. a secret <laughs> That's why I think they so must cycle. They must cycle through them pretty. Maybe so. Must have a current pogo. It's just there's there's no way that's secret in there. They they've got to be talking about it. There's really like nothing really hap- serious happens. Plot wise, no. Like everything's pretty lighthearted. Mm-hmm. well then Jess almost got murdered but not really right they thought it was very dramatic for a minute that's funny and it really had nothing to do with like the uh, between the characters no no that is true that is true but yeah it did you know we got to see a little bit more insight to the dynamic as well yeah I like that kind of stuff background depth Depth. Uh, who is your favorite character? Nick. Yeah. Yeah. From Chicago. It's just too funny. I love the like Julius Pepper. What is this recurring character? Yes. Yeah. Me too. Did I say that Julius Pepper was named for the former Chicago Bears linebacker Julius Peppers? Did not know that, or hear him say that when he. <laughs> It was in the trivia. I thought, oh. I thought I said it, but it was earlier. I decided to wait to say it, and then I didn't until now. Here well, we are. I'm glad you did because I didn't know that. Me too. My favorite character was Schmidt. Yeah, he spins out a little, and it's pretty funny. <laughs> all, of his, all of his funny things that he says and does, and the whole conversation about if if you'd like to know your pogo or not, which is worse, or Winston. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Bummer. A bummer. Sorry, I thought I should <laughs> enunciate. <laughs> After I said it. <laughs> all right, street use. That's all I know. Well, you should tell us all you know, street use, in an email or a DM on Instagram. Follow us at Blueberry Pancakes Podcast. 
email us at blueberrypine.com. <laughs> Well, they're out of the rabbit hole in the blink blonde. <laughs> <laughs> Not even going to explain that one. <laughs> Blueberry Pancakes Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, listen, share, watch, eat, eat, <laughs> be, <laughs> do. Listen. Oh, I already said that. <laughs> Color. <laughs> I was thinking of music this time. <laughs> oh, <good call. laughs> listen to music. Listen. <laughs> you have got to listen. <laughs> oh, friends. Get out of here, y'all. Get out of here. <laughs> so, everyone, what are you, Sapiens? I say, okay, I love you. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> I almost, I almost hit. Oh no. <laughs> I just started recording. <laughs> I hit, I almost hit end of meeting. <laughs> Stop recording. And then I realized after it was like, how come it looks like I'm recording now? <laughs> Because I am, because I haven't been recording. Okay, I have a problem. I have a problem. I need help. What's happening? We're playing with this Play-Doh, and I thought it was drying out. I was kind of worried it was drying out. Okay, so I added a little water. Okay. <laughs> that was the solution. It's dried out more. Because I thought, oh, I just need to add more water. So I added more water, and it dried. Now it's really dry. Now I don't even want to add it back into the stuff, because this is definitely much... I thought maybe it's all in my head, but no. I started out at back. Uh-huh. like, no, it's like different. What do you maybe, add to it? Maybe. Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll just leave that part out. Let it, if whatever the issue is that there's too much water, then it needs to, the only solution I can think of is for it to evaporate. Mm-hmm. Dry out. Yeah. Because whatever it did just made it crumbly. Mm-hmm. Maybe when it dries out, it'll stick together more. Okay. I I don't think you should mix it back in. Okay. Um. And if yeah, I don't know. If that doesn't work. Just throw that part away. Was there directions for that? No, there's not even a list of ingredients. Oh, there is a list of ingredients. I lied. <laughs> <laughs> Flour, salt, cream of tartar, citric acid, potassium sorbate, soy oil organic and so maybe it's oil that's there but I just don't want to put like olive oil and have it like smell or get on my hands and stuff do you have like essential oil do you have like a lavender oil mm-hmm. just put like a drop let's see yeah. I'm gonna let it dry out first well and do bit. it yeah do it with like yeah like you did with that part of it not the whole thing Dang oh. it. you would think and then maybe Google it too. Like, what do I do with like yeah. that brand of the product and whatever and dry? Mm-hmm. My is dry. What do I do? I'm going to end this meeting with the timing. Okay. If you want to pretend. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs>